0: My hope is that you are able to live a life of significance. Well, a life of significance requires work, requires relationships, connections, belonging. And so today we're diving into pillar number two of the Fatherhood 360 framework, the framework we use in the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind to help you become a dad making a difference. Pillar number two, fostering effective and strong relationships will be the key to moving forward in your home with your kids, in your marriage with your wife, in business, and in your community. We're going to dive into three steps you can take right now to start building healthy, strong relationships. And I'm going to share you a little bit of what not to do and how to build relationships with your kids. On this episode of the Dad's Making Difference podcast, which starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend, welcome to the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam. I'm your host. And today... I'm eager to dive into pillar number two, the Dad's Making Difference Mastermind. Within the Mastermind, we follow the F360 framework, the Fatherhood 360 framework. We want you to be well-rounded with six key traits, six key skills that are the pillars of Dad's Making a Difference. Last week, we talked about pillar number one, a commitment to physical and mental health. And today, I want to talk about fostering strong and healthy relationships. The reason we started last week with physical mental health is because if you're not well, you can't take care of others. If you're not well, you will not be able to succeed in other areas of your life. Without your health, you have nothing. So go back to last week's episode if you haven't heard it, listen to that short episode, and then then come right back to this one right now. And today we're going to talk about fostering strong and healthy relationships and why that is so important for a dad who wants to make a difference. I want you to live a life of significance. I want you to be able to impact and influence others. Well, you can't have a positive influence unless you have a relationship with someone. Whatever walk of life you're in, job you have, business you run, coaching program you're part of, without positive and healthy relationships or the skills to develop positive and healthy relationships, you're not gonna find a lot of success. And so my goal here today is to give you something actionable to challenge you to foster and build healthy relationships so that you can live a life of significance. In the Dad's Making a Difference Mastermind, we define fostering healthy, professional, and strong relationships as this. A dad builds positive professional and personal relationships with others and seeks the guidance of trusted advisors Trusted advisors. How many of those do you have in your life? How many trusted advisors do you have that you can reach out to in times of trouble? Do you have your own personal board of directors? Not at work. That's not what I mean. I mean that in your life, in the areas of your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your financial health, your business, entrepreneurship, family, finances. All of these areas, do you have a personal board of directors that you can go to that you can share information with and get positive affirmation and feedback or get challenged on not seeing your blind spots? This is what I mean. You need to be able to foster relationships so you have those people around you to surround yourself with people you can trust, have some people in your corner. And this is even more important when we're talking about building healthy relationships right within our home with our wife and with our kids and I want to talk about that today in the DMD Mastermind we're we're a group of fathers who are committed to growth we know our why we aim for growth we take ownership we look at the different areas in our lives we have goals that are physical financial spiritual emotional intellectual and we challenge each other to improve in those areas And it takes time to build trust in those relationships with the guys in the group. It takes time for us to open up to each other and take honest feedback and give honest feedback, but it's worth it. That time is worth it. But there's one area in our life that sometimes we feel that we don't have enough time. And that's in the relationships we have with our family. Because for so many guys, they're out there just working hard Putting in the steps every day and they put hours and hours of work in. Lots of attention, lots of energy. And they'll say that their why is their family. There's a quote from a book. I'm going to quote this book quite a few times today. It's one of my favorite books when it talks about building healthy relationships. And it's called How Will You Measure Your Life by Clayton M. Christensen. This is a fantastic book. This is a must read for any guy in the DMD world. If you're just listening to this, order this book, go get it. How will you measure your life? Give it a read and you tell me that this is not a powerful book challenging you to make strong relationships as a father. In it, you know, they often see the same sobering pattern when looking at the personal lives of many ambitious people. And in this case, in this conversation, I'm going to talk about ambitious fathers. Because guys, if you're listening to this, you're an ambitious father. Guys who aren't ambitious don't listen to podcasts for personal development. They don't listen to podcasts to be able to challenge themselves to grow or ask questions or dig into the hard work in their families. So you're listening to this, you're an ambitious person. But one of the sobering patterns when looking at the personal lives of many ambitious people is though they may believe that their family is deeply important to them, they actually allocate fewer and fewer resources to the things they say would matter most. What does that mean? It means the busier we get, we say, I'm doing this for my family, and yet the work that we're doing, the calls that we're on, the money that we're after, is taking us further away from our family. Is that happening to you? Are you losing focus of what matters most? It's just a challenge to you. It's just a challenge for you to think about today. You know, work can bring a sense of fulfillment. And if you don't find fulfillment in your work, do something different. If you don't find a sense of purpose in your work and fulfillment and impact, you need to find something different. But that sense of fulfillment that we find in work, it pales in comparison to the enduring happiness that you can find in the intimate relationships that you cultivate with your family and close friends. Maybe you're a guy listening to this or a girl listening to this right now and you're like, I'm not married, I don't have family. But you have friends and you need close friends. Like I said, a trusted group of advisors, people around you that you can lean into. Because whenever you're dealing with other human beings, here's the truth of it. It's not always possible to control how things will turn out. We're human beings. We want control. We want to know what's next, what the next step is. What can I do? We get into an awkward spot with a relationship. We want to know how to fix it. We meet somebody new and we have this like feeling inside of us. It's like, I need to know more about this person. We start to formulate and strategize in our brain and in our heart how we're going to connect with that person. But when you're dealing with other human beings, they're dealing with the same thing. They might be thinking the same thing back. And it's this messy navigation of conversation and relationship building where all the important work happens. And we'll talk about that today as a father. I have a nine-year-old son, 11-year-old daughter, and I'm married to a beautiful woman named Kim. In our home, relationships matter. They matter within our home so that we can be on the same page, so we have the same expectations, we have the same values and a shared mission. But relationships in our family are modeled in how we interact with others outside of our home. Here's what I mean by that. I want to model to my kids how to treat their spouse. I want my son to look at me, his dad, and say, this is how you treat a woman. My dad treated my mom this way, and it's positive, and it's loving, and it's caring, and I want my son to grow up to see that's how you build a healthy relationship in your marriage. I want my daughter to see me and say, that's what I need in a man, a man that challenges me, a man that encourages me, that keeps me safe. But a man that I also can have an opinion and be fiery and be strong with and that he'll love me no matter what. I want to model what it means to have a healthy relationship in my home so that my kids can go outside of our home and build strong relationships. In our house, I've said, shared this on a podcast before. Somebody asked me about this recently. It's kind of cool that it's come back up. But in our home, we have, a, we have our own family mission statement. And it's up above the door as you're going in and out of our home. And all it says is love beyond these walls. Because we love within these walls, that's easy. Well, it's not easy. Simple, but not easy, right? We love each other within these walls. I want my family, I want myself to be able to love others Outside of these walls, beyond these walls. So we're navigating conversations and building relationships through a filter of love and acceptance and understanding and seeking understanding. Doesn't mean love doesn't mean you have to agree with everything. Let's not get that confused. Love does not mean you always have to be in agreement. Love just means that you're showing compassion and empathy towards others. And so we have this family mission statement. And I want my kids to grow to love other people. Now, Even when you are armed with an abundance of love and good intentions, it is a complicated world. And our kids have access to ideas from friends, from other family members, from media, social media, the internet, wherever. And even the most determined fathers, I'm a pretty determined dad. Even the most determined fathers will still find it impossible to control all the variables of these influences. And so instead of trying to control these influences, I need to be very mindful in the relationships that I'm building with my family in the times where everything seems okay. The most important time to build and nurture and foster healthy relationships is when they don't appear necessary, when everything seems to be okay. It's really easy to go into reaction mode when something negative happens and reach out to somebody to comfort them, to be with them, to challenge them, to affirm them. That's easy. When something happens and we can respond or react, we can do that. The hard work is in how do you foster effective relationships when you're like, hey, everything's going okay. I don't need to work on this relationship right now. So my challenge to you is work on relationships, even in the good times. Nurture those relationships, be clear in your conversations and be intentional. It's important to note this, there's no one size fits all. So I have two kids. If you're listening to this and you have multiple children, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There is no one size fits all approach to building relationships. There's a quote in this book, How Will You Measure Your Life, which I love. He says, the same hot water that will soften a carrot will boil an egg. The same hot water that will soften a carrot will boil an egg. Well, you say, Cam, what does this mean? It's not a cooking show. It means this. You can't use the same approach every single time and hope to get the same result. If I approach Maya with one approach of building a relationship and conversation, and then I just go across the hall and try to do the same thing with my son Bray, it's not going to happen. And if I walk upstairs and I go see Kim and try to do this with Kim, it's not going to work. There's no one size fits all approach. So as a parent, as a husband, you're going to try many things that just don't work. They just don't work with your kids. They don't work as, as a husband and they don't work with your wife. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused focused, and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men. To be, dad's making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives And then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind. And you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. It's very easy when things don't work to beat ourselves up. Oh, I did something wrong. That's not good for me. I read this book, How Will You Measure Your Life? It said to do these things, Now none of it's working for me. It's very easy to start spiraling out of control and start beating yourself up about it. Don't get discouraged when things don't work. I've talked about having a growth mindset on this podcast. Know your why and for growth and take ownership when things don't work simply look at it as an opportunity for change that you now know that this strategy doesn't work in building a relationship in your home when you go to work and you're in your workplace and you're interacting with multiple people you don't interact with everyone the same way and if you're anything like me and you work in a dynamic world in a dynamic environment with competing viewpoints and perspectives you are going to walk into a conversation where you have to be very mindful of how you respond and know that one size does not fit all, that you're going to be able to take a step back, be an encouragement, and really support others. So here's the key. Don't look at something that doesn't work as a failure. Instead, view it as an opportunity to learn something new, that learn something that didn't work, So you can change it next time. You know, many of us in business and entrepreneurship, we have different tools that we'll use. Uh, Leadership, quality standards. We have leadership styles, communication styles, conversation styles. And so some of us in business and entrepreneurship will use these tools in our businesses to help manage people instead of connect with people. Are you guilty of managing your relationships instead of connecting through your relationships? I want you to use a lens of connection, of belonging, of empathy before management. Even if you're at work and your title literally says manager, I want you to walk into every conversation and relationship that you're building with a lens of empathy. But some of these skills that we use at work, we can't use in our home. Clayton Christensen says in the book, you cannot fire your kids for not being a cultural fit, right? There's times that as a dad, it would be okay to have a little leave of absence, right? But you can't fire your kids for not being a cultural fit. You don't get to choose how they're wired. And as much as you want to sometimes, you can't change them. I recently listened to a fantastic episode on the Ed My Let's podcast. Go check it out. But he talks about nature versus nurture. And he says a line in there that I'd loved and I wrote it down. And he said, you must, it's not nature versus nurture. You need to nurture the nature. Nurture the nature. See where your kids excel. Get to know them. Get to know the people around you. See where their strengths are, where their giftedness is. And then you need to nurture that. Don't nurture based on your own perspective and don't nurture relationships based on your own strengths. Look for strengths in others. So many times as a dad, we will enter into conversations with our kids or with our wife or with people outside of our home and we will bring our own strengths as the filter. Well, I'm good at communication. I'm good at listening. I'm good at managing. I'm good at numbers. And we will use those strengths as the filter for a conversation, especially if we are in charge of other people in in a work capacity. Don't do that. Be aware of the other strengths in someone else's life. Be aware of the other person's strengths and giftedness. And if you can do that, you'll be able to build stronger relationships. Now, if you want to be a good spouse or a good friend, then you need to be able and willing to do some hard work. And here's the hard work. The hard work is putting in the intention of building and nurturing strong relationships when it seems that those relationships are doing fine, where they don't need work, where they don't need nurturing, where everything's going smoothly. That is the most important time to do the work. Don't put it off until something happens. It's very easy to react or to respond. Instead, do the work when it appears it doesn't need to be done. By doing this, you're going to build strong and healthy relationships. I genuinely believe that relationships with family and close friends are the greatest source of happiness in our life. I really do. Think about the best memories and moments you've had. How many of those have been by yourself? Hopefully not many. I believe the power of mentors in our life, from men who've been there and done that, men who've made mistakes, men who have navigated the complexities of life, maybe a few years above us or ahead of us, I think seeking guidance from those mentors is such a powerful practice. It sounds simple, but like any important investment, relationships need constant and consistent attention and care. Don't let it go. Reach out to mentors. Build relationships and emphasize your relationships with family and close friends. Second, your family and friends rarely shout the loudest to demand your attention. You ever thought about that? When people are demanding your attention, what does that look like? I know what it looks like for me at work. It's somebody who interrupts a phone call or a meeting or bangs on the door or walks in during a video call or something like that. And sometimes that's needed. There's an emergency and people need my attention. But often when people need attention in a work environment, they're loud. And they'll say something or they'll do something. You will know. But our family and our friends rarely shout the loudest when they need your attention. They love you. They want to support you. They support your career, your ambitions, your maybe your idea for a business. But don't be eager to move your attention away from those people. What I mean is they love you and they want to support you, but don't neglect them. Just because they're supportive of you, don't neglect them. So here is just a a takeaway that I want to leave with you. And I've said a lot about relationships, and I hope this has made sense to you because I truly want you to have impactful relationships in your life. The key to building strong relationships is this. Which I also believe is the key to becoming a dad, making a difference. But the key to building strong relationships is empathy a deep understanding of what problems other people are dealing with an understanding of the perspectives of others the problems they're trying to solve and what they're going through be a learner not a knower enter into conversations and interactions and relationships as a learner not a knower seek understanding ask questions have empathy we go into relationships thinking about what we want often, and we prioritize what we want from a relationship rather than what's important for the other person. So don't fall into that trap. Think about the other person. Yes, what you want is important. What you need is important. I get that. But when you're whether you're building a relationship with your kids or building a relationship with your spouse or with coworkers, I want you to take a step back and be a learner. I want you to have empathy. I want you to think about where the other person is coming from and to dive into that. And when you are a man who seeks the guidance of trusted advisors, also know that you can enter into that as a learner, that you don't have to come into that as a knower, knowing the answers. And if you're blessed enough to be a trusted advisor, someone that other men go to, hey, take a step back. See where you sit in a point of privilege where somebody will trust you enough to ask you questions. And it's okay to answer a question with a question, to seek more information, to seek more understanding, to get a better picture of what's really going on. Hey, don't be a taker, be a giver. One of the things in the dad's making a difference, mastermind, and it's an, it's not a mastermind that's a fit for everybody. You can learn more about it at dndmastermind.com, but what it is, It's for givers, not takers. We get so much out of it as individuals, but it's for givers, not takers. Takers are not welcome in our community. Come in, take information, swoop out. We want men who are really committed to helping you grow. And so to do that, we need to change our perspective from being a taker to a giver in a powerful way so we can build powerful and deep relationships. All right, one last quote before we shut down for today. And I read this and it's in this book, How Will You Measure Your Life? And it's a challenge to you before we move into our next pillar next week. Next week, our pillar number three is a commitment to growth. And to bridge the gap between today, fostering strong and healthy relationships and next week's commitment to growth, I wanna leave you with this. If the decisions you make about where you invest, your blood, your sweat, your tears, and your attention are not consistent with the person, the dad, that you aspire to be, you'll never become that person. If the decisions you make about where you invest your blood, your sweat, your tears, your attention, are not consistent with the person that you aspire to be, you will never become that person. Building strong relationships is key. That is a key skill, a foundational pillar. In you becoming a dad making a difference. My friend, I appreciate you. I'm glad that you're here. Check us out on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe and like. Also, if you're listening to the podcast here on your favorite podcast platform, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. And if you want to know if the Dads Making Nervous Mastermind is a fit for you, you can book a call with me, callwithcam.com, or go to dmdmastermind.com. And I look forward to connecting. Until next week, my friend, go out there and be a dad making a difference. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a 5-star review, and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And if you were a father listening to this right now, who is driven to build a life of significance, to truly make a difference in the life of your family, in your business, and in the community around you, go to dmdmastermind.com to learn more about the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind, a mastermind group for fathers that provides men with the skills, the connections, the accountability, the proven steps, and the brotherhood to truly become a dad making a difference. I'm Cam Hall, thank you for spending time with me today, and I will see you on the next episode The DMD Podcast.